This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely, and control vehicle at all times. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. The Wednesday Week is sponsored by Michael Constantine Wealth Management. We bet you can't find a financial advisor closer to Hillsborough Stadium. Hello, good evening and welcome to another episode of the Wednesday Week. My name's Dan Fudge and joining me tonight, I've got Ash, Stevie and joining us later will be Blair. As we are recording tonight, Ipswich are playing Barnsley. Plymouth are at home to Bristol Rovers to decide essentially the fate of the League One automatic promotion spaces. Do we still have a chance? How do we fancy ourselves in the playoffs? Stay with us tonight to get the answers to those questions. But in the meantime, tonight's episode is not only brought to you by Mike Constantine Wealth Management, as well as Manscaped with your balls and whatnot. In the meantime... Hey, are you into farming? Then why not try Des Walker's Massive Porkers? We've got reams of pigs everywhere! They're great for scratchings. I got used to doing adverts. It's funny, isn't it? <laughs> so, so not only are we sponsored by some a tool that helps you uh, get rid of unwanted hair. Yep. Also sponsored by Port Scratchings. Yeah, Des Walker's massive porkers. He does farming supplies. That's what that's what he does now. So uh, stay tuned for more adverts such as that throughout the evening. So, oh, throughout throughout the rest of the season, I've got plenty of ideas. Me and Blair have gone nuts with it. So, listen, lads. Uh, Ash, how's your week been? You all right, pal? Come back from that. I dare you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Great, mate. Thanks. Yeah, not too bad. Cheers. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Well, good. Yeah, nothing uh, exciting really happened. So yeah, I'm looking forward to the weekend. What you got planned for your uh, for your bank holiday and your coronation and whatnot? Anything fun coming up? Oh, you gonna, if you're going to tell me boring dad shit like, like gardening and doing the weeding and shit. Uh, no, Shrewsbury Saturday, and then probably recovering Sunday. <laughs> I've you just uh, Steve, Stevie. I've just spoken to a guy from Shrewsbury. Really nice, uh, really nice fellow he was actually. And uh, I didn't realise that they've not finished. Uh, in the top half of League One, their highest finish was at the playoffs uh, about six years ago, five years ago. That was their highest finish in 30 years. So they've not won in seven games. So uh, how do you think this weekend's going to get on? Oh, um, it's 100% going to be Shrewsbury absolutely ruining my life, isn't it? So I'm, I cannot wait to um, 
venture on out to Shrewsbury, probably catch up with Ash at some point and um, have my heartstrings pulled like a, a fiddle by Shrewsbury. Uh, Shay Dunkley incoming in the 89th minute to uh, seal our playoff fate. Um, hold my beer, said Sheffield Wednesday. So uh, just to keep you aware tonight, ladies and gents, I, I appreciate you'll probably know the scores by the time you listen to this, but we thought we'd give you our live reactions to the scores as they go in. So we've got we've got flash score turned on. Ash has done some wizardry getting the uh, getting the scores up ready to go. We're still nil nil across the board. I actually do feel like uh, Jeff Stelling right now, uh, and I'm not your, unhappy with it. Your dream job. It is my dream job talking and everybody's listening to me. You can't win, can you? So listen, so uh going back, let's go back in time. Let's go back to uh, to the fixtures. One nil down against Exeter. Uh you know, Dawson's in the sticks. We've got Flint, I offer Brown at the back. I mean, Ash oh, after that first one went in, how did you feel? Oh, amazing, weren't it? Absolute kick in the knackers, weren't it? Yeah. I mean, I mean to to start off like you, you saw the uh Yeah, thanks for that. This, product, this is deep cover from Vibrant Forest Brewery. Um, it's all right, yeah. I mean, I mean, lads. I mean, I know, I know, we're staying away from Patreon and all that shit for people to pay, but we don't have to sell a soul, do we? Come on. I mean, <laughs> no. Des no, Walker's given Des Walker's given us a bag of pork scratchings for this tonight. <laughs> yeah, you have to have a soul to sell, and Dan, oh. Dan years oh. beyond that. <laughs> <laughs> that way, yeah. Uh, I had uh, I had my soul surgically put back in from a bloke in Turkey. But anyway, let's let's go back. Let's, let's talk Exeter. about, let's talk about Exeter. Yeah. I, actually, actually, I, I was advised by the appointment that I had on Monday not to wear a cap, so uh, I, I'm gonna have to take that off. So, um, Ash, let's serious. Let's talk about let's talk about Exeter. Yeah, Exeter. Well, I mean, gotta obviously the um, there were. Not into the greater form themselves with the Exeter going into this game, so a bit of bit of confidence. Obviously, we needed the win. Um, not knowing much about Exeter at all, um, or any of their players or anything really like that. So, but the when their team came out on social mm-hmm. media, it was all basically they they hadn't filled a bench or they couldn't yep. fill their bench, and they didn't have any recognised strikers, I believe, in in the whole seventeen or however many it was. So there's like, no way they were they were going to go one nil up against us, were they? No, oh, well, you wouldn't have thought that, would you? Because we're all <laughs> we're all really positive like that, and it was um, uh, it was shit. <laughs> it was absolute. <laughs> no, no, it was no. We'll start from the beginning. I mean, we started off well enough, um, and it was. I just it, I was positive. I know I'm a negative guy, but I thought, yeah, we've we've got to win. Um, I had no. I had no issues with the starting eleven. I mean, at the minute, we've, we've, I think we've we've covered it enough times now. Every week we say about the starting eleven, and I just think that Darren Moore, not down to the, well, he is down to the bare bones, isn't he? Really, some there's yeah, not there's not many positions you'd argue with 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 what he's selected. Um, so it was Jaden Brown coming in. I mean, that was a maybe a bit left field. So. Um, and what's he's not lost a game though, has he? Since he's, he's every game he's played, I think the three games is it he's played, something that like that. Pretty mint, honey. Apart apart from the bloody Fleetwood uh, replay, where it was absolutely <laughs> abysmal. Um, but uh, but 
to, to be honest, I didn't see the goal because I was at the bar. Hey, 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 what a job. Pine <laughs> uh, Wednesday. Don't oh, drink it. It's good mate. stuff, though, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, uh, you know, this. Uh, it, it's weird, actually, because Pint of the Wednesday is very similar to Deep Cover from Vibrant Forest Brewery. But so, so anyway, great characters come back, by the way. You know, like, um, so we, we nearly went in front, didn't we? Gregory... Gregory dispossessed the defender. We was we were going to score. It was good. and I think if that had gone in, it'd have been a lot more comfortable win, right? Yeah, I, yeah, and the plus the and the Palmer miss as well. Um, I know it was. He's got good at the minute. Is it well? Not the minute. This season, he's he's finished some proper good goals of finishing and stuff. Mm. So, and you know, it's not like a right back that's not hit, hit the back of the net for six, seven years, is it? He's actually he's actually scored a few goals this year. Was he on five, six, maybe? Stevie will probably yeah. know. He's probably got it tattooed on his left bum cheek. But um, <laughs> so to miss to miss that it was it was shocking. But but then again, obviously, and then going and conceding, which was again <clears throat> we've said it a fair few times in the last what is it month now? Shocking defending. Yeah, shocking defending. Yeah, I saw uh, I saw Aidan Flint coming in for some pelters on Saturday as well. Oh, hang um, on, we've got a hand up. Um, are we doing a live update? It won't pick up on the ticker, but Bristol Rovers have just had a player sent off. Oh, oh you're having a laugh, man. Yeah, Anthony Evans, Bristol Rovers, twenty six minutes. So Plymouth now, as it stands, <laughs> twenty six minutes into the game, it's nil nil. Plymouth are playing against ten men at home. Oh, just what we needed. I mean, I wondered what had caught your eye while we were slagging off Liam Palmer, Steve. <laughs> Any, anything to distract? <laughs> really? Can we can we verify that, uh, Dan? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so go on, Steve. What do you what you know? What the defense came under a fair bit of pelters from the uh, from the Exeter game. I mean, you know what? We're justified. Um, yeah, you know what? In all seriousness, I think it was it's totally justified. I I, I, I kind of. The point that Ash made around you get to two o'clock and it's the, the the team comes out and you're like, yeah, all right, whatever. Um, it didn't matter what, what side we put out. And it's a bit of a cliche now. When you look at the second string, we talk about the recruitment, we talk about um, the, the, the the players that we put out there and the injuries that we've had. Whatever side we put out on, on Saturday should have been good enough to be better than Exeter with seven, eight, nine players missing, whatever it was. Um, but there, there. I don't know what it is. Um, there's a distinct lack of assuredness in that back line. Um, and I thought, and I'll say it now. I thought I offer. I'm not saying this was anything outstanding or anything, but I thought I offer was probably out of the match. I know he didn't get it. I thought he was a better player on the pitch for me. Um, Aidan Flint at the minute just looks like he's been space jammed. He, he, he looks like a totally different <laughs> player to the one that he looked like six weeks ago. Um, if you watch the goal that they concede, uh, that we concede, sorry, um, there's no communication between him and Iorfa. Um, as I said, I've just given Iorfa a little bit of applaudit, but Iorfa's running back. Flint sees the player on the halfway line um, and then just lets him drift straight off him. And then the cross, it's not even a good cross, but he's just gone over straight over Flint's head and he's beaten um, Dawson from sort of three, four yards out. Um, it's the kind of goal we'd have conceded last year when everybody was up in arms about the goals we were conceding from set plays and crosses. I thought it was weak as piss, to be honest with you. And that's endemic of um, the centre-halves that we, or, or, or the players that have been playing in that back line recently. Um, you can look at it in two ways. The fact that I'm saying Iorfa was our best player is, is one thing, but I don't think he was outstanding compared to the way that he's been playing over the last sort of three or four weeks. So, 
Um, I think that's that, that tells a story in itself, doesn't it? I thought I thought he, um, I, I thought that there was like standout bits in, it, in what I offer, how I offer played. You know the tracking back and the sliding tackle. Yeah. You know being the last defender. You know the standout bits that you look at, and I think he did that three or four times, which which were really good. And mm -hmm. I think that's what I offer is there for the pace. If you look at our back yeah. back three, back five, however you want to say it. There's not a great deal of pace, is there? Even, no. even obviously, you've got Flint. I've got more pace. No, no, I haven't. But um, Fainwo, he's probably this, this, this. He's still not. You won't say he's lightning. He's got a bit of pace, but nothing. And I think I offer is there purely is for that. Um, and with them not playing a striker or, or playing positions, I think it was a right back or right wing back who scored. Um, obviously, he's, he had a bit of pace, so I think there was that that they were trying to counteract with Iofa. But yeah, I thought he had a really good game. Um, but I think, only in highlights, if you know what I mean. Yeah, I think the thing with Iofa, and I've said this before, um, for, for me, he's very much your, your typical, you know, northeast counties Sunday league footballer um, who's you know is a confidence player. If the first header is won. He'll take that into the next challenge, and you know he becomes a bit of a player that's gonna. He, he plays with his chest out and his, his shoulders back, sort of thing. Um, the first thing that he did that I can recall was actually pass the ball down the line straight out of play, and you could feel it in the crowd. <laughs> it, was, it was a little bit toxic on Saturday, weren't it, Ash? Um, and there was a there was an expectancy or, or a lack of an expectancy, if you like, and everything just felt a little bit sort of fraught, a little bit tense. And he's played that first one out of play. And I don't know what it was like where you were sat, but around me, you could hear people moaning straight away. And everything then for the next three, four minutes was misplaced pass. We've not scored yet. We've not done this. We need to be up. Oh, bloody hell, Plymouth are winning. This is happening. Results yeah. are going against us. And you could feel it in the stadium. And it, it, it felt pretty shit, to be fair. Um, the, the, the you don't feel it's been like that for a few weeks, though? Like, I do. It's, it's the run that is... It's the run that we've been on, uh, Dan, 100%, you know, and people are clinging on to, you know, the the, the past glories of a 23-match unbeaten run and a five-month un, un, unbeaten um, sort of period. Um, and we, you know, other teams have gone on and kicked on now and, and we're still sort of languishing now. And we've gone from being, what, six points clear with two games in hand to, you know, crossing his fingers and hoping that, as it stands at the minute, Bristol Row was hold on with 10 men. And that Barnsley can do us a favour, um, and that that that's just the reality of what it, what it is. I think Iorfa's game on Saturday changed with that first challenge, the ball over the top in the first half in, in front of the uh, in front of the dugout. He's coming. He's he's given a guy sort of three four yards. He's made his ground up. He's put a challenge in, and everybody's gone. Yeah. And that was it. Yeah. And he was he was a totally different player. Yeah. So you feel like the uh, the you know I, I assume it's been prevalent the last the last few weeks that the crowd are starting to contribute to these these performances in, in, in some respect. So so I assume when, when Exeter went 1-0 up, Ash, I bet you thought, this crowd's going to get bloody ugly. Yeah. Yeah, they, uh, they, they did. And and with, with, <laughs> no, no, not with him, uh, not kicking off and throwing the pie in and Bovril and all that sort of stuff, but, you know, the murmurings, uh, I mean, it's not, I sit, I sit in the cop in uh, T4 bit and it's a, it is a bit reserved down there. It's not a not a, there's not a massive amount of moaning and screaming, shouting, 
even from myself it's not it's not that it's not that sort of thing so but you do you do sense it of course anyone listening to this who goes obviously to any game um to to their club or any club that's not doing well we are doing well we're just going through a bit of a bad patch aren't we so it's it is that and, and when you when you do go one nil down when when you are when you are pushing for that three points and that was it and it was one and then you just like that's it everyone obviously i was already at the bar but everyone the the, the people just come in you know down to the bar and, and thing it's like ugh, and the moaning and and so and it just because it was it wasn't even like they were threatening i think but the thing is we it only did had, say we on bbc had... sport that it was against the runner play uh, sorry it wasn't against the play they deservedly went one nil up that's that's nah. what it said apparently. nah that bollocks that nah, i wouldn't nah. have said that nah. not at all nah. i think we we had lion's share of the ball without being threatening yes i grant that but it never it, they had a, they had one shot i think on target i think we had one on target and obviously palmer missed um and it was like it wasn't. It was comfortable. Do you know what I mean? It weren't. We didn't. I didn't feel threatened or anything. But we weren't threatening. It wasn't. It wasn't very pretty from Sheffield Wednesday at all. Um, mm-hmm. Obviously, going into go, go. Sorry, Steve. I was just going to say, just on the back of that, it was very Magnolia, wasn't it? It was. You know, I, I never felt like we were in any sort of danger, really. And you could see that they had players missing. And obviously, we've done some fantastic work. Shameless plug for the for the side pods. Um, the preview show, their fella came on, and you know, he, he everything that he said was pretty much coming to pass, wasn't it? Um, but and I, I, I never felt that we were under any sort of danger. The biggest worry was that we weren't going to score and we weren't creating enough. And as time went on, you could, as I said, you could feel it in the crowd. Um, and obviously, over the game, I've you know very quickly gone back and had a look at the, the sort of the five minute highlights on on YouTube. Um, the you can feel the air sort of. In the commentary and in the atmosphere, you can you could feel the air coming out of it when they scored, and then when we equalised, it was almost a, a cheer of relief, and then it was absolute ecstasy to think that it was two yeah. one. We've we've gone two one up. John Pearson lost his shit, you know, and everybody <laughs> was so absolutely so relieved that you know we'd we, we'd managed to 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 get back in front in the game, and I think I, I've said this before. They're professional footballers and um, they get paid a lot of money in relative terms. We are the biggest club in the league and the, this, that and the other. But let's be right, we've, we've also got a very staunch fan base that are coming in and, um, you know, we are adding pressure to that situation. There's no getting away from that because there's an expectation that from where we were at the start, sorry, from where we were sort of three, four months ago to where we are now. Is, is is a massive sort of issue and we're adding to that with the way that you know we're responding to things that are happening um so i get did that. you uh, did you feel that once did you feel that once we'd equalize steve that only you know sometimes you know that only one team is going to grab this by the bollocks and, and win did you feel that that was going to be sheffield wednesday I, at the minute, because of the goals that we've conceded, I don't know what Ash and, and, and Blair think, but at the minute, I, I just feel like we, we seem to be back into that situation where we're dropping bollocks and we, we're conceding stupid late goals. And even though we were controlling the game, we were controlling the game largely before they scored. Um, and we've made mistakes to, to concede goals against um, Oxford. We've, we've made... well. That's the penalty, wasn't it? But we've made we've made mistakes in that run to to sort of say, you know, whilst we're controlling games, we we we've thrown there's no getting away, we've thrown points away. 
um, and that's a problem. So uh, you always, you're almost on your edges, edge of the seat at the moment when when we're playing because you you just worry that we're liable to to drop in a bollock. And I think they had a header at one all, was it? Um, that they could have gone back in front or two one up when they could have equalised, and it, it would have been typical Sheffield Wednesday at the moment. What about you, Ash? Did you feel it? Yeah, it's it's um, it's a strange one because obviously in the uh, in the unbeaten run for five months, it was very very confident. You know, like the one nil because we did win a lot of games one nil, but without ever thinking that we're going to concede here. And do you know what I mean? It was very the the confidence was up. We were getting clean sheets, like clean sheet, clean sheet, clean sheet. So it was it was really con- the the the, the centre halves, so the all the defence and the goalkeeper. I mean. The confidence and what they what they put out to the to the fans as well. You never, I never personally, I never thought that we were going to Wednesday it up type of thing. But on Saturday, even even though we were comfortable, it wasn't like oh, that's it. We've shut up shop now. That's it. That's it. We're two one ahead. We've got we've got the second goal. It's because uh, in the last we've seen in the last three four weeks, five weeks nearly now that we are conceding absolute. Did abysmal goals. Um, so the confidence of the guys and clean sheets. We're, we've what is it, 22? I think we've had this season between Stockdale and Dawson, which is which is great. Um, yeah, but it's just, yeah, for, for me, it was uh, it was never, even though, like I said, they weren't threatening, they, they didn't have that much of the ball. It, I didn't, I wasn't confident, which I should have been, but. I wasn't confident in us holding out, and they, they had a couple of half chances towards the ends as well, which were a bit could have gone. But excuse me, there was no. It was good. It was a win. It was a great. It was a good win. It needed it. Right? That's it. That's, That's it. it. So, so it's it's a win, right? So you know we can't control what anybody else is doing. I said the same after Bristol Rovers. You know that was some hard fought points. We can't control what anybody else is doing. We need to get about our, our daily business. Now, we've got some important games happening tonight, and I kind of want to reserve my judgment on how I fancy Sheffield Wednesday are going to go. But i tell you what, Ash, give us, uh, give us a Jeff Stelling update on how the football's going. We've had a goal in League One. Uh, give us an update on how League One's getting on there. So, yeah. so as, as you can see, uh, Oxford United have taken the lead against Cheltenham, but we're not really bothered about them really, Dan. So It absolutely doesn't affect us in the slightest, but I wanted to talk like Jeff Stelling for five seconds. Oh, There's yeah. been a goal at Oxford, you know, that type of thing. Like, You know what I mean? Like, yeah, has yeah. it? Has it, Jeff? And, it, <laughs> <laughs> and in the background, I want somebody to just go, goal. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, off, off camera, like, there's been a goal. Yeah. Like, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. oh, what was his? Uh, Robbie Savage when his lad scored, didn't he, a few weeks ago? The yeah. boys score. The boys score. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, I'd love to be able to shout that, to be honest. But you know. So yeah. I. Uh, so as it finished, uh, Blair's just joined us. So after some adverts, we'll uh, we'll get uh, Blair's opinion on uh, the. Balls, ghoulies, chaps, tackle, knackers, chaise long and armchairs, dangleberries. Manscaped even threw in two free gifts to their performance package 4.0, the Manscaped Boxers and Shed Travel Bag, bringing your comfort and boxers to another level. Cojones, pebbles, gonads, plums, family jewels, brass clankers. The fourth generation trimmer features our cutting edge ceramic blade to reduce grooming accidents thanks to their advanced skin safe technology. 
It's also waterproof and has a 4K LED spotlight if you need a more advanced shave. Eggs. Itchy and scratchy. Mitchell Brothers. Jewels. Hanging Brain. Twin Bank Robbers. Chaps. Walnuts. Gobstoppers. Gooseberries. Stabilizers. The Manscaped 4.0 bundle. It reduces your risk of getting an ingrowing hair. It keeps them clean. It keeps them tidy. And it also increases your chance of fellatio by about 15%. That works out about 2% if you're, uh, if you're married. So, you know. Anyway, enter the code TWW20 into the checkout. That's TWW20 into the checkout. And you can get yourself a 20% discount. Not too shabby, eh? For our European listeners... Velata testicular Let's do it. Hey, are you into farming? Then why not try Des Walker's Massive Porkers? We've got reams of pigs everywhere! They're great for scratching. Thanks a lot to uh, Des Walker and Manscaped there. So, as I said before, Blair's joined us. Um, how are you feeling, Blair? How did you feel Exeter went? Keep it brief, because uh, there's not a lot going on there, Liz. But, but, and then we'll talk about our promotion chances. Uh, Dominic Ayoff, Manic Match, so, yeah, shit. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, just because it was Dominic Ayoff who was the best player on the pitch, uh, that meant everything else was well, If If one of you defenders is the best, best player on pitch, then it's not right, is it? No. Liam, I, what, Liam I, Palmer, I don't agree at all. <laughs> I, I, uh, I, I, yeah, I mean, I thought, I, shout out to Gregory. Got his goal worked hard as he has done in the last fair few weeks. He has been putting shifts in. So, yeah, for what we said about Dom Iorfa, um I thought Gregory played really well. We've got um, to the point in the season now where performances don't matter. It's just, it's just about the points. And they've got three points on Saturday. They've got six to play for. The only chance they've got of getting automatics now is getting them six points. So you can't, um, be, too, you can't, you can't be too down about it. But if we get playoffs, then it will kick off. I think we've had our, we've had our <laughs> shit bit though. But, like, you know, so I'll tell you what then. Let's, before we'll go into the team of the year at some point as well. But I just wanted to, a, a brief overview of how you feel because everything's still nil nil at the minute, right? And what I'd like is a brief overview. I'll start with you, Blair, because I reckon Ash and Steve might be polarised on this. So I'm going to come for you for splinters on your ass, unless you've got an absolute left-field discussion on how you feel our automatic promotion places might be, given that it's nil-nil right now. I think regardless what happens tonight, them two won't drop. Them, them two will get maximum points next two games, and that'll, that'll be it. It's just, and we've just... Completely dropped out of his hands. I can't believe. I still can't. I'm still. I'm still shell shocked. Really, how strong a position we were in. I think we were nine points clear of third, weren't we? Five points yeah, we, clear we, of second. We were ab- absolutely far away. But uh, as you've as you just said that, Blair Ash, if you bash the scores up, we've had a goal. A goal! At the, uh... Oh, there's a goal. Uh, that... your, your, your stream's behind mine, but uh, Ackerton and Stanley have just gone one up against Bolton Wanderers. Uh, oh, so, um, not and, and, uh, yeah, I, I know that that's not a, that's not a massive uh, life changer, but it's uh, it, it, what it is. It talks about the playoffs. What's so, do you does? feel we're going to end up in playoffs? What's, oh, sorry, sorry, Dan. Let me just interject there. Um, so, what what's happening now is Bolton don't care because they're definitely right. guaranteed playoffs. Right, um, we're we're. 
and so they and they'll just happily just get into the playoffs and then like and then they'll be fresh for the game. We're very mm-hmm. similar to Brighton. We we beat Brighton, and Brighton were probably the best team in the league that season. And and I think they I think they they missed out on goal difference in the end to get promoted to get promoted to the Premier League. Then we, and then we finished sixth, and then we beat them. Whoever finishes third, I'd love to know how many times the team who finishes third actually, actually goes up. Because I don't, I don't think it's a lot, actually. Yeah, I think they kind of shoot their bolt a little bit early. Let me uh, let me come to you then, Stevie. So we've got we've got it's still not math not mathematically secure, and I know you're ever the optimist. Um, given that given that it's nil nil right now, how do you are our automatic promotion spots as a percentage? Um, are they dead and buried, or are you about 30-40% that we can still do it? No, we can still do it. I, I, I 100% believe that we can still do it, and I'll say this now. I, I have a funny feeling that, you know, the way that things go, if, and it's a big if, if we get maximum points on the next two games, I still think there's a chance that we sneak into automatics. I do. Um, I think the pressure I don't will... disagree, Steve. I must admit, I'm the same. I, I think one of two things is going to happen. What you've just said... And I think that somebody will drop points tonight, give us a little bit of a tickle, and then we'll shit the bed against Shrewsbury. <laughs> I'm that. the other way. See, I'm the other way. I have, I have the funniest feeling that we go into the game against Derby knowing that three points gets us up. And, you know, we carry that pressure into a sellout crowd at Hillsborough. Bottom end of the Leppings Lane's done. Uh, we're, you know, we're, we're all over it. And we'll get to 88, 89 minutes at 1-0 up. Mendes Langle feed McGoldrick. That'll make it uh, one all. Then the other one, will, there'll be an own goal from Flint to make it 2-1. And then Wildsmith will save a penalty or something ridiculous like that to put us in third place. That's Sheffield <laughs> Wednesday all over, isn't it? You know, Ash, Ash could you have even come up with that? Could you have even come up with that, Ash? Even, even I'm not that fucking negative. <laughs> <laughs> What's happened, Stevie, son? What is <laughs> Listen. Listen, oh, come I'm, on, I, man. I, genuinely, I genuinely believe that if we get six points, we go up. I do. Um, I think, that, you know, we talk about the hope that kills us. We talk about, you know, the heartache that this could cause us. The irony will be that we don't do enough ourselves because other teams will drop points and still go up above us. That's what we, I worry about. We already just, haven't, haven't done enough ourselves, have we? No, I just want that last game of season to actually mean something. You know, it's sold out. You know, everyone's making effort to get there. And if it's a, and if it's a dead rubber, it'd be, it'd be a bit flat, won't it? <laughs> like, I think. I think if you, that, you know, just to, just just before I just just to jump on that, I think it's important that if it is a dead rubber, that we go in there and we have to. We've talk, sold it out. People need to turn up. If you bought a ticket, turn up. And secondly, if you're going to turn up, you get behind the lads and you get you know you you try and support them and get them over the line. And rebuild that momentum that we had sort of. Would you play strongest eleven then, or would you just put your weakest eleven out? Knowing it means nothing. I don't think. I think. I almost think that's an irrelevant question. If I'm honest with you, because I don't think. What's our strongest eleven now? Because if we go into if we go into Derby without buyers available, without Windass fully fit, um, with two or three other players that are either not fit and firing or not right, does Smith get into our strongest eleven? Is Wilkes going to come back in? Um, do we play Marv? Do we play Palmer? Do we play uh, whether or not he comes back? Is it James over Famewo? Is Dawson better than Stockdale? You know, what's our strongest 11? So whatever team he puts James out... Better than Famewo, isn't he? I'd say. Well, based on... 
but this is it, you know, based on based on our run that we went on, we can talk about players that we think have performed better individually, but for, for, from a team point of view, is he? I'm not saying yeah. he is or he isn't. I'm playing devil's advocate. I don't know if you heard you know the I mean? pod I did, we did with Holly and John and Vic the other day, but I asked him the question about Windass. And if he's fit, would you risk, would you risk him or would you save him, for, save him for the playoffs? So what's your take on that? You can go one or two ways with it, can't you? You can either play him and say he needs match, match fitness, but you do that, he gets injured, you're in trouble. Or you don't play him, he goes into the derby game, he looks miles off him, and we say, why don't we play him against derby? Because he, he, he doesn't <laughs> look fast enough. So Darren Moore is damned if he does and he's damned if he doesn't. That's the joys of being a football fan, isn't it? Ash, Ash, get me out of this. What do you think? Um, <laughs> right. I I think it's going to be irrelevant what Sheffield Wednesday does. So if you, I think if they get six points, which I don't think they will, because I think they'll fuck up against Derby. I think Shrewsbury. I think, I mean, the last away game, they're all sold out anyway. It doesn't really matter, does it? But I think people, if tonight's results go way, oh god, don't, don't, don't. Come on, come on. What's happened? Are we still waiting for an update? Oh, here, Rasha? My, yeah. my app's not oh. worked. I ain't, got, I, ain't got, oh. I ain't got. I ain't got. I ain't got an update on BBC website. No. <laughs> so run us through it, Steve. What we got? Go on. Uh, Ipswich have just gone one 0 up at Barnsley. Ah, uh, oh, no. Raw, raw dead. Oh, get it off. Get it off. I'm just looking now. Get Darren Moore sacked. Absolutely. That's what you get. That's what you get for strengthening in January. I'm not saying anything. Oh fuck off! I'll tell you what. I can. I can, ta- I can tell you what's happening. And let me tell you what is happening right now in Holly's house. Shit! You're all shit. Exactly <laughs> that. That's exactly what's going on. Uh, so go on. As you were saying, <laughs> the timing on that. Brilliant. I know. I know. Um, I. I obviously. Well, it was irre- irrelevant of what I thought. Sheffield Wednesday. I don't think I'll get three points against Derby for some reason. I just yeah. the pressure and so I think mm-hmm. I think we've we've uh, shit as bolt a few weeks. Might as well rest against Shrewsbury now. Well, so... yeah. So this is it. I I think I think this tonight is going to be the litmus paper test of whether we, in answer to your question, Blair, is whether we play players like Windass coming back in the in the. He's got to you know play. What I mean? Do... He's got Windass. He's got to play. If he's th- he's got to, he's got he's got to have match fitness. You, you yeah, that's what I mean. Do you, do you give him 20 minutes against Shrewsbury and then a game against Derby in, where he's going to run his blood to water and fuck himself for the playoffs? I know it's a different position. Inekwe come on on uh, Saturday, looked really comfortable. He, he did not, you know, obviously, look at me, I've never played football in my life. But, and match fitness, it's, it's going to take me eons to get match fit. But... Mm-hmm. They say that, don't they? You can be fit, but you've got to be match fit. That's what I've heard. You know, that's a, a thing for footballers. But he came on and he looked really well. Now, there's nothing to say that Windass, it's a totally different position. Windass has got to put some hard yards in, chase balls and, and challenge and, and all that. So it's different. But what's to say that he doesn't need minutes against Shrewsbury? Comes on for 10 minutes and then he comes on for 30 minutes against Derby and he gets that match fitness going into the playoffs. And he also brings you a bit of something that if we do need these two, three points, uh, with these six points, should I say, sorry, um, that he might not give you that. So for me, I think he has to play if he's, but then if he's not. Oh, oh, 
There's a goal! There's a goal! There's a goal! Oh! It, it actually is like like bloody soccer Saturday here right now, isn't it? So uh, you know what it is, Paul, don't you? You know it is. Hey, Stevie, that meal. What we Come got? Come on! Oh, oh, I, I shouldn't be on dodgy streams or whatever. This BBC. George, George has just put it switch two 0 up. Oh. I bet he's celebrated. I bet his shirts off. I bet everything. I bet it's all gone to bobbins, hasn't it? That's more uh, out. Is that more out? Um, more out. He's dropped the ball that, here. He's absolutely dropped the ball. Is that five in five for George Hurst? I think it might be. I is think I, I think his stat was four in four. Yeah, before can't tonight. say we should have given that contract. Absolutely. It was dog shit when we went away at Ipswich. I've got to say. He was. He was yeah. crap. Um, I don't know what I was saying. Apologies, everyone, for this is this is weird as hell. It's getting interrupted by goals. <laughs> um, yeah, so for me, um, I think we're going to miss out. I think we're going to playoffs. I hate playoffs. Everyone hates playoffs. No one likes playoffs. Um, and if it will, here's one. The only thing is, if it is Derby, we finish six. Obviously, the last game of the season, psychologically, I, I don't know. I'm not a sports psychologist. <laughs> You don't know, do you? I don't know if they, if they turn around and smash us 3 0 at home and then we're going to play off some play and then. I think that could be, could be, um, it could be a reverse psychology, though, couldn't it? My issue, be, my, issue with, my issue with the playoffs, right? If if we get to the playoffs, right? In in there, you have Sheffield Wednesday, Barnsley, Bolton, and Derby as it stands, right? As it stands, yeah. Bolton, if we get Bolton, we'll turn them over. Barnsley and Derby sure. will want to be, they will want it more. Yeah. I, d- oh, yeah. I don't think we have the mentality to overcome Barnsley and, I mean, don't get me wrong, I bloody love it. I, I I'll be, I'll have my shirt off, I'll be in the sea. But, uh, you know, you know I, I think they, they have got the mentality to, to, to carry it through because they'll want it more. What do you reckon, Steve? Um, yeah, it's, it's, you know, when, when you went to Barnsley or we went to Barnsley the other week, it's, it's that, isn't it? It's their big cup final. Um, mm-hmm. I'll, I'll argue with anybody um, with due respect and in all seriousness Barnsley aren't even on my radar as a as a, as a, mm-hmm. as a rival Barnsley aren't a rival to us and that's not about size of club or performance or where we are in the league they've created this because we're the biggest club that's near to them um, I suppose you mm-hmm. could argue that if Leeds were in and around where they are in the league it would be a different com- uh, a conversation but um, to your point Dan I, I, I totally agree with you they come in and they'll be absolute mentality monsters. Um, <laughs> they, 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 they mentality will. monsters. They, 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 they're they going to do that. And I think the only the only saving grace potentially would be on that big Wembley pitch. We are going to take a better fan base than Barnsley. We are. Um, we're gonna we're gonna get behind the lads, and you know we're gonna have potentially players with a little bit more experience for the big game. Um, so in the back of my head now and kind of clinging on to those things that if it does go to a playoff final against Barnsley, we've got that. I can't have the same conversation with Derby um, because they're, they're, you know, they're a comparable sort of team in in terms of size, stature, uh, fan base, um, even though I always argue that we're a bigger club. (laughs) But yeah, it's going to mean, it's going to mean more to Barnsley to beat us than arguably the other way around. The promotion. Yeah, do you know what? <laughs> if, if, if the stars align, I think they, it's it's ridiculous to say, they take almost as much. It's their, it's their version of the bloody, bloody honours board, isn't it? If it weren't that we were going to play against them at Wembley and we ended up playing them over two legs, which I don't think will happen, they'd be happy to knock us out 
and then probably go take solace on not going up because he beats in the semi. And it wouldn't be the other way around, would it? Uh, no, no, I don't think it was. But I mean, if I, if I, oh, look at that. I've just put a little logo oh, up there. That is that, that in the top right there is the live league as it stands. So you're welcome. I'll get rid of that because that's absolutely <laughs> tiny. Uh, so, <laughs> I thought that might be bigger. I'll not lie. That's what I she said. <laughs> so anyway, as it stands right now, it's half time in the uh, in the in the fixtures. Now, I mean, what what do you think, Ash? I mean, you've got. Do you, do you think over two legs we've got the mentality to carry that through over the playoffs, or do you reckon it could be difficult? Nah, I, I'm a I am a big believer of the the team that does carry a bit of form. In there's always a team that. Or, or, or always perceived to be a team that has the last eight, nine games that have gone a really good run and just make it. Or, so, ooh, look at that. Yeah, I've so got it up for you there. Yeah, yeah, so that's, uh, yeah, cheers for that, Dan. It's all right, mate. Thought I'd put it up. So just, yeah. Yeah, so yeah, that's, I don't even, I don't even say it. So, uh, team, sorry, I, I didn't mean to, I didn't mean to kill your train of thought. Yeah, there, pal, sorry, mate. Yeah, I just thought I'd put the live, the live league up there. So, so I guess what I'm saying is right. So, as it stands, third, we played Derby. We'd get them in first, so it was, you know, the we we Friday night, the right, as it were. Yeah, and we don't have a great record at Pride Park. Is is why I was showing you that. You know what I mean. Um, I think Peterborough on the Peterborough on the outskirts. I think they're only really the team that's in the running to to take Derby's place from them. But I fancy us to beat Peterborough. It's just getting to the final, which would either be, which would probably be Barnsley on paper, and I just don't fancy Barnsley down at Wembley. It, it, you know what I mean? Yeah, hundred percent agree with that. Uh, um, now. I can't even go through that ticket bullshit as well. Do you remember the shit for the Premier League playoff final and all the ticket shit? I can't, oh God, I got I've been going forty years and just because I had I had three heads on that last fourteen seasons I couldn't go. My dad used to go in seventies every year. He should bloody go. Oh my God. Uh, I, can't, I, can't go I don't. It. I don't know what the. Uh, I don't know what the allocation. Well, I don't know why we were talking about this because. It could never happen. We'd get forty-five thousand. But yeah, is that what yeah. you reckon? Yeah. I'm, Maybe I'm more bands if they can't sell those out, and then they'll use I'm more. I'm just looking at this, and for people that can't see this on YouTube, Blair is literally a broken man right now. <laughs> <laughs> We'd get forty-five thousand. <laughs> I tell you what, look. Well, I think I think all these conversations have happened across pubs here, across the entirety of Hillsborough and South Yorkshire. I think it's all happened. So I tell you what, while we sit and wait for the second half, Stevie, let's have a quiz. It's your turn. Let's. What we got? What you got for us? What's happening? It's a variation on quizzes past because I did it at half seven tonight, um, and I found a website with the. Premier League every single Sheffield Wednesday Premier League goal scorer. So, sorry, sorry, Steve. Sorry, I know you've just said sorry, but a black cat has just literally walked across <laughs> Blair. Blair, no wonder you're a broken man. It's your fault. <laughs> just watch that ladder as well, Blair, when you walk out there. <laughs> Jesus Christ, man. Oh, that's it. Sorry, Stevie. Go on, apologies. No, you're fine. You're fine. Um, we'll keep it nice and succinct. I am looking for the top 12. Premiership or Premier League, as in gone past. Um, 
goal scorers that have hit double figures for Sheffield Wednesday. So every player yeah. to score double figures of goals for Sheffield Wednesday in the in the top flight. All right, all right. That's a that's a toughie that one. Premier League. Premier League. So from ninety two ninety three season till we till us going down in two thousand, there were twelve players that scored double figures in the Premier League. I think we can do it. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go reverse order from what I'm looking at. So I'm gonna go. The order I'm gonna go is Blair, Ash, and Dan. All right. All right. I'm gonna say Paolo Di Canio got eleven. I think. Paolo Di Canio got twelve. Twelve. Ash. You know, because I really, really love quizzes, and my knowledge is outstanding. I think there's a clear uh, and obvious one you can have, Ash. Yeah, well, you know, I want to save that for later on because no one else might cup. get it. <laughs> <laughs> He's gone there. <laughs> uh, apologies, everyone listening for foul language. We'll try and bleep that out later. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'll go for. Yeah. I'll, I'll go for David. I'll go for David Hurst then. David Hurst scored thirty-four goals in the Premier League. Christ. Barely Damn. played in Premier League and all of it. Um, Mark Bright. Mark Bright, number one, 49 oh, goals in the Premier League. Is this Does that include his Crystal Palace goals? I should have checked that as no, well, shouldn't Sheffield I? Wednesday. Just for Sheffield Wednesday. Just okay, for Sheffield yeah. Wednesday. Uh, Blair? I'll go for... Um, I'll go, yeah, I'll go Carboni. I'll go to the other Italian. <clears throat> Carboni scored 23 goals. Ash. I'm 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 absolute dog shit at the quizzes and my knowledge is absolute. Um I'm gonna go for <sighs> Jesus Christ. No, not him. Apologies. Yeah. <laughs> he was joking. <laughs> He was a he was a godsend that play, I tell you. Oh. <laughs> um brought you by John <laughs> <laughs> The Buddy Christ. Yeah, uh, uh, people will be I'm shouting screaming. Yeah, go on now. I'm I'm crap, I tell you. I tell you that I don't like quizzes. Give me a name, any name. Um Petter Rudy. <gasps> Ooh, I can tell you, Petter Rudy got eight. Ooh, did so he? close. Petter Rudy, Petter got Rudy did not get eight goals <laughs> in the Premier League. Yeah, so close. In the Premier League, Petter Rudy got eight goals. That's confirmed. Excuse me. Yep. All right, fair enough. Okay, uh, I'm going to go Andy Booth. Andy Booth was third on the list with 25. Blair. Uh, um. We've got Did, seven. Um, seven I, feel like, I feel like Guy Whittingham got at least 10. Guy Whittingham got 24. He's number four. <laughs> uh, Dan, back to you because Ash is shit. How's oh, that shit out, is he? Yeah, 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 I'm shit. I told you, I'm shit. My, my ball knowledge is crap. 
We've done something similar to this. Uh, very smooth, though. This is gonna, this is gonna come right out of, right out of left field here. Chris Bart Williams. Chris Bart Williams, sixteen goals. He's on the list. Good Friend of the show, Chris Bart Williams. Uh, I've got to go. I don't know how long he was at the club for, though. The Jules the Bill got no, no, he didn't know he didn't get more than ten. He didn't get more than ten. Um, I'll go for I'll go, I'll, I'll go Alex Anderson, but I don't think he did. Nicholas Alexanderson got eight. Oh. Which means that if Dan can find one more with his massive guns, he will be the winner. All right. I've got, I can go with one or two here, I think. But I, I think the second one's showboating, so I'll just play it safe and say John Sheridan. <laughs> no? John Sheridan got seven. Fuck off! <laughs> what, what I was going to say was Paul Williams. No, Paul Williams, pre he was pre-premiership, weren't he? Ah, I, I've got one. I've got one. Go on. You're going to laugh at this one. Mark de Greaser. Mm. Mark de Greaser scored eight. Oh, I'm uh, all about the eight, aren't I? Gonna go, I'm going to do it. I'm going to go top to bottom go on. Uh, in double figures. Number one, Mark Bright, 49. Mm-hmm. Number two, David Hurst, 34. Number three, Andy Booth, 25. Guy Whittingham, number four, 24. Carboni, 23, number five. Bart Williams, 16. Gordon Watson. Ah, oh, flash. 13 goals. Oh, Paolo yeah. Di Canio, 12 goals. Mark Pembridge. Oh, Mark Pembridge. Jeez, yeah. That's a dog shit, man. Mark Pembridge scored that three. many goals. Yeah. The last three. Graham Hyde with 11. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know which way to go with these two. Uh, I'm going to go with um, Gilles de Builder. Got ten. No. <laughs> <laughs> and the twelfth player on the list, and I'm surprised that nobody got this, was Chris Waddle. I didn't ten even goals. write him down. I had him down as a winger and didn't really think he was a. Peter Atherton, nine goals. Right, now now we've just descended into fucking yeah, farce yeah. here. Mark Pembridge here, Peter fucking Atherton. Come on now. <laughs> Dejan Stefanovic is probably on that list around five or six, isn't he? Four. <laughs> Ridiculous. Ridiculous. Do you remember Wayne Collins? Yeah, right winger. Six. played against, uh, Scored against Aston Villa in a couple away days. Drew to all. Six. Six. Oh, really? Brilliant. There you go. Uh, last minute quiz. Last minute quiz. Let's, I tell you what, upcoming, we've got Shrewsbury. We've, it's still on, well, on halftime, still on the Barnsley Ipswich game. They're 2-0 down. Plymouth Argyle are still nil-nil. So while we do our uh, predictions for the Shrewsbury game, Ash, you go first. We'll keep an eye on the scores. Um, 
Yeah, they're not in very good form, are they? Um, Shrewsbury, what a quick look they've Not got. one in seven. Uh, not one in seven, yeah. So there oh, you go. So there you go. Uh, we've, got, we've got to win, um, obviously, for obvious reasons. Um, it's not going to be easy watch, I don't think. But like I think Blair, one of the first um, sentences he said when he came on tonight was that the performances don't matter, it's just the results. And I think we're out, we are there, aren't we? I mean, if if we do smash Shrewsbury, and obviously that's great confidence going into the next game and playoffs, <laughs> if it's to be. So 2-0. 2 0 for me. Um that's a, that's a generous one for you, Smash. But I think yeah. you might be right. I think I think your reasoning's sound, if I'm honest. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm gonna obviously go in, so that'll be great. Um, always is, um, but it's yeah, I, yeah. I think it's. I know we've said about defence not not being on it at the minute, and uh, between Dawson and and the centre backs, Adam Mayer against Exeter. So yeah, two 0 clean sheet. We want a clean sheet. We haven't had one for a bit, have we? I see our goalkeepers are rubbish. But hey, 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 Blair, Blair, what have you got? Yeah, I think we, I think we'll just scrape a one-nil win and take it into the last game of the season, where it might be one of them ones where you need like a six-six-goal swing to get promoted. So crazy things have happened in football, but unfortunately, it's a shit. But what's annoying is that Rotherham um, got promoted last season with ninety points. Yeah, and three teams this season have got over ninety points. Well, we'll yeah. have over 90 points. Could be worse. You could be not counted. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's horrendous, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, that's... Absolutely... scored 45 goals. He's not, getting... He's not guaranteed to get promoted. Isn't it? So, go on then. Give me, give me a score prediction. 1-0, uh, yeah. He's gone 1-0. And what about you, Steve? Um, yeah, I'm... Same, same sort of boat as Ash. But I think... I do think they'll sneak one and make it a bit twitchy. I think 2-1. 2-1. Oh, you reckon we'll concede one? I, 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 do you know what? I kind of agree with Ash. And normally, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a glass half full type of guy. But uh, Ash has normally drank the other half. And, and when I said water, it's normally beer. So, you know what I mean? Uh, <laughs> that's, a, that's kind of where we sit. Uh, now, literally, I just want to say congratulations to uh, Barry Bannon and Josh Windass for getting into the EFL League One team of the year. Uh, I, I don't agree with every decision that's, that's gone into there, and I don't know how they've done it, especially given the amount of time Josh Windass has had out of the team. But fair play, he has been a great player for us this season, especially given ju- during our 23-game streak. But in the meantime, does anybody have any other business? Uh, yeah, yeah, I've got some. Uh, just on Go that on. point you just said, I think the EFL are fucking fuckwits, aren't they? <laughs> that, That'll be the that, title of our uh, episode. Oh, we know that. We know that the, the, the the team of the season, man. One, it's not even the end of the season yet, which is we all know. We all know why they do it because soon as Sunday afternoon, three o'clock, they're on the private jets and they're flying off on holiday. If you're yep. not in the playoffs, so yeah, so that's why they do it now. They don't want to have a, an award thing there. That's it. But but our, that team of the season, Jesus Christ, it's just just a joke, isn't it? Connor Hurrahan getting in there. I feel like he's uh, he's punched above his weight getting in there. If I'm honest, oh, you can you could probably argue for five, four, five of them players in there. Oh, Plymouth, 
Go Plymouth. Hey. Oh, God. That's, so I tell you what, that's great, isn't it? So what's going to happen is we're going to end the show. We're going to say thanks a lot. Just as Plymouth Arcade. I'll go 1 0 up. Oh, for fuck's sake. Yeah. <laughs> I was literally about to go, thanks a lot for joining us as Stevie comes in with Gold Plymouth. Um, yeah, well, that's, bl- that's, that's the title bl- of the pod. <laughs> Gold Plymouth vinegar strokes. They are like, it was, like that. Yeah, it just, I'll just see you like, in London Fudge, you know, on the 29th of May. I'll see you. Oh, God. Have I got the book time off? Hang on. Have, let me check my calendar. No, I won't bother. Dan, I won't bother. I won't, I'd wait, mate, until it's signed, sealed, delivered. 29th of May. 29th of May? Mm, yeah. Oh, I've, I've, I've not got a holiday book yet. So, uh... perhaps. We've got Friday night. If 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 things stand as it is, it'll be obviously Friday night for the away leg and Saturday dinner time half twelve for the home leg. So it's but, lovely. So if you're in uh, London the day before on the uh, on the twenty seventh or uh, on the two days before on the twenty seventh in London, I'm at Bar Elber at Waterloo, dressed like Elvis Presley, singing uh, "Suspicious Minds" and "Viva Las Vegas" at their Las Vegas brunch. It's available on their website. That's Bar Elber. Get involved. In the meantime, thanks a lot to our sponsors, Mike Constantine and Manscaped, who've actually given us things. Also, thanks a lot to Vibrant. Forest Brewery, and thanks a lot to Des Walker's massive porkers. In the... <laughs> I nearly got through it. I nearly got through it. Thanks a lot for joining us. In the meantime, see you later. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely, and control vehicle at all times. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.